Thank you for checking out Coffee Pods. Over the next few weeks, we're going to be looking at the big how, in particular, looking at how we pray for healing. So have a listen, let us know what you think, and don't forget to subscribe. Hi, Wes, good to be back with you. Yep, it's uh, sunshining, so we're all good to go. Excellent. So we're continuing with some more questions uh, for the big how. And so um, I suppose quite a theological question uh, today, and it's wondering whether we can demand healing from God. You know, how how can we do that? Can we do it? Can you maybe just help us uh, explore this a bit better? Yeah, and it's one of the questions that does come up when we teach on healing and try and model it because people get really unsure and 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 if they've heard other people saying god you know send your healing power right now you know whatever and and they think well can we demand things of god like that i guess one of the places i'd start is with something called anthropomorphisms um which is a you know sounds as if you could get medication for it but um it's it's how we describe the divine in human terms okay because that's the only language we've got okay so you you think about things like um uh, one of my one of the encouraging factors is that god does it of himself so he'll call himself father and mm. son and yes he will also refer to the godhead in female terms so god is is also uh, described as the mother um and and uh, you know, so so there it isn't a gender thing, but it's it's in, in a human thing. Yeah. Um, Christ is described as our, as our brother, um, you know, and 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 also God is described as a chicken, as a hen. You know, I would love to have gathered <laughs> yeah. you. You know, yeah. so we are looking for language that that helps us understand, but doesn't fully express what we're trying to talk about. And I probably want to put a health warning on this podcast to say that's probably going to happen because we're not necessarily going to be able to nail it down. Um, but, you know, th- the question then is when you say, can we demand of God? And and then you have to come back then to the other question, which is about God's nature. And this is where the anthropomorphisms come in. Mm-hmm. You know, um, is God easily offended? Mm-hmm. Is he petty? You know, um, does God lack a sense of humor or mm-hmm. or any sense of generosity? And so what, if you can work that out, then you can say, well, when we pray, what do we what's happening? Yeah, because I, I was going to say, could it sometimes cross over or be a similar thing to like bargaining with God oh. or, or is it or is it completely different? Well, I, I don't know. I would. I was. I, I having brought up my own children and now inheriting grandchildren as well. Um, I've noticed my eldest granddaughter negotiates like nobody I've ever met before. Absolutely, I mean, she's fifteen. She can negotiate. It's, it's absolutely incredible. Her dad works in the city, and he says I don't know anybody who can negotiate <laughs> like her. But one of the questions really is, you know. Are we trying to use reverse psychology on God? Are we trying yeah. to persuade him? And and I guess one of the questions I would bring into this is, is about the, the, the nature of God himself. For instance, is he willing to be um, engaged in a discussion and yeah. a debate with us? Or does he just sit there like, you know, a, a headmaster uh, who says, nope, nope, 
No, because I say, you know, and of course, in a sense, you know, everything within us says, well, yeah, God, God can do that. You could say, no, because I say so. Um, but I, I think one of the other issues that I would bring us to then is things like, for instance, we are encouraged to approach boldly mm. of grace to find help in time of need. Yeah. So that's, you know, I, I sort of find lots of Christians trying to second guess God. You know, so what is his will here? You know, it's a bit like opening the Christmas cracker and finding out what's inside. You know, the question is, you know, how transparent is God about what what he's doing? Yeah. And and therefore, how honest can I be in the requests that I make? Yeah. So if we if we can approach him boldly, are we asking for healing or are we are we demanding that it happens? Or I guess it's both sometimes, isn't it? Well, of course, and it, I guess it depends where you make the demand, you know. Yeah. Um, so, for example, I mean, uh, Matthew uh, 7, the teaching on, um, on prayer and in relationship to God all the way through the Sermon on the Mount. Um, this is Jesus. Okay, this is him saying, right, ask and it will be given to you. Notice it doesn't say suggest and it will be given to you. It was ask. And how about in John, you know, um, 14 and 15 and and 16, where he says, ask the father in my name. In fact, at one point he says, listen, I'm telling you now, this is to the disciples. I mean, you know, you think really, but that, that encourages me. He says to them, it won't even be that you'll ask me and I'll ask the father. You'll ask the father and yeah. he'll give you what you ask for. You think, is that how you really want this to run? And the answer is yes, yeah. it is. Because I think Jesus is utterly serious. I think the Godhead is utterly serious when they say to us, come on, be involved in yeah. this. Yeah. Because it's a bit like um, being given the authority and the, and the power and the right to act you know, and, and, but leaving it all in the box. It's like getting a Christmas present, but never opening it. So anyway, ask and it shall be given to you. Okay. So what's, what's the difference then? So say you're asking as we are told to do, and then you go to a meeting or, or whatever, and you hear somebody saying, you know, leave in the name of Jesus, the you know, the sickness needs to leave. Is that demanding or is that standing in the authority like what's going what's the difference between these yeah that's a great question well of course it depends who you're making the demand of okay okay so when you pray and you for instance you say you address sickness and you tell it to go or to you're saying to a body be healed in the name of jesus you're actually not making the demand of god yeah god is making the demand through you Mm. And actually, you're making the demand of the sickness or the disease. One of my favorite verses uh, in, in the New Testament is uh, from 1 John 3, 8. It says, for this reason, the Son of God appeared to destroy all the works of the evil one, mm. all of them. And of course, one of the ways that God acts is through us, through his, his body, through the church, through his, the disciples of Jesus. So actually, when I pray and say, in Jesus' name, I command this sickness to leave, I'm not making any demand of God. No. He's making a demand through us. He's issuing a command through us. 
and and so I think in a sense, you know, part of that is um, the, the the beauty of it is that it is partially counterintuitive because we think that in a sense, yes, God is the one who heals. Okay. Yeah. But he does it through us. And I think sometimes we get our language mixed up. Do you know, mm-hmm. I don't think that bothers God that much. I no. think I, I think there's a whole department in heaven that sort of has to decipher prayers that we get jumbled <laughs> up. So they, they get understood. They get understood the right. And if you're going to look for that in the scriptures, please don't. I just made that up. <laughs> But but I, I do think that God is able to understand the heart that we bring, even yeah. if we get the words wrong. Yes, definitely. You know, I mean, and you do with your children, don't you? I mean, we, we still, Mary and I still talk about the things that our kids used to say that were completely jumbled up, but absolutely brilliant. One of our kids talked about Jesus in the bewilderness. <laughs> and I sat there and thought, isn't that brilliant? Yeah. Because that's exactly what it feels like. Yeah. yeah. And actually, it's, that's a legend in our family, but there you go. Oh, that's lovely. So when, I suppose there could be some confusion sometimes with free will, God's will, um, when it comes to demanding healing in particular, or of anything, I suppose. And there is a passage, isn't there, in Isaiah that talks about God's will um, and, and like who can counsel the Lord. <laughs> so where, what do you think is going on there? Well, well, see, I think the interesting thing is, you know, when people say to me, you know, Wes, you, you can't make demands of God. I, mm. And I say to him, what do you, what do you think the chances are <laughs> that I could ever persuade God to do anything <laughs> against his own will and his own choice? I mean, mm. you know, and how's that working out for you right now? <laughs> You might say, Lord, I demand that you send me a Ferrari. Um, and I want to say, how's that going? You know, um, but actually, what is what is taking place? Because the Isaiah passage, yeah, you're absolutely right. God says, you know, through the prophet, hey, who's ever told God what to do? Yeah. You know, who's ever said to him? In fact, one, one of the, the passages says, whoever has basically said to God, what are you doing? And stop it. Yeah. You know, so I want to say to people, we need to get a different view of how heaven works and, and the place that we have as humanity in the purposes of God. Because, no, we're not actually demanding that God responds to our will and our demand. But God has given us free will. And when my free will aligns itself to the will of God then we get heaven on earth. Mm. And so when I pray and, and my free will is in line with God's free will, this is what God wants because God has free will as well. Yeah. Then actually I'm not making any demands of God at all. Mm. I'm simply declaring what God wants in the first place. Perfect. And I think, <laughs> sorry, no, I was going to say, that's just really cool. <laughs> but that's it, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not making any demands. I'm just declaring what God wants in the first place. Yeah. And and part of that then comes back to what has God already said about sickness and death and sin and everything else? And, and as Acorn, we're just acting on the things that God has already said. Mm. We're not making anything up. I'm not, 
I'm not insisting that God rearranges my spiritual toys in a particular order for my satisfaction. I'm just saying, God, this is what you said. And so I agree with you. So let it now be done. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of this does come back to our understanding of God and, and his character and promises. Oh, absolutely. And, and I mean, it's one of the first things we talk about in uh, as we teach on uh, healing is it's going to depend on your view of God. Yeah. You think God's reluctant, um, you know, that he is hesitant. If you think that God is generous and and freely giving, I mean, generous to the point of utter glorious absurdity that he just keeps giving. Mm-hmm then actually you're going to ask and pray in a very different way to if you're trying to persuade him to give you something that he doesn't really want to. Mm. No, it's very helpful. Really helpful. Um, Anything before I ask you to pray? You don't have to have anything else, but. Well, I I do have an and now. Oh, wonderful. (laughs) Which is, which is this. Go back and just look at God from the pages of the scripture without any other stabilizers on it, without any other church tradition, without anything else. And, and, and start in the Gospels and say, if Jesus is the pivotal focus, the, the focal point of who God is, what is he like? Yeah. And then act out of that. And so what, one of the things we say to people in the healing ministry is um, the first step is act as if it's all true. <laughs> Just go ahead and act as if it's all true. Uh, and it's a bit like, um, y- you know, in some of the fancy buildings, Lisa, uh, uh, when, uh, obviously I've never been into the ladies' toilets, but I can talk about the men's <laughs> toilets. Um, when you go in there, it, there's no lights on. Yes. But when, as soon as you step through the door, all the lights come on because they're movement activated. Mm. And I think the healing ministry is a bit like that. You know, when you stand there, none of the lights are on. Yeah. But when you take a step in faith, then all the lights come on. Yeah. Um, afterwards, I, I guess we've all had the experience though of being been there and 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 they're all going off, and then you're <laughs> frantically trying to wave your arms yeah. for it all to come back on again. Um, but but I I do think that's the thing, and and in this thing of not demanding God to do something, I think sometimes. People look at it and, and feel it's that way when all we're doing is taking a step into the dark, if you like, so that the lights come on. Oh, that's lovely. That's a really helpful image um, to sort of carry with us today. Um, so, yeah, would you kindly pray with? Yeah. Father, it, we don't know how all of this works, but we do know that you are generous and kind and loving and gracious and that a a world that is full of the healing of your kingdom is more your passion than it ever has been ours and so lord as we're standing here just taking steps into the dark lord i pray for those who either personally or for others lord are just saying god send your healing power and father we're not demanding anything we're simply agreeing with you send your healing power lord in body mind and spirit to all those today gathered 
around this podcast who are looking to you for help from heaven. And I ask this, Father, agreeing with your will on earth in Jesus and in his name. Amen. Amen. Fantastic. Thank you, Wes, for another wonderful podcast. <laughs> I look forward to catching you next week as well. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Coffee Pods. We hope that you have found today's episode helpful and inspiring. If you have a question of your own about Christian healing, send it to info at acornchristian.org and we'll respond. For more information about Acorn, our events and how to support our work, check out www.acornchristian.org. See you next time.